Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic McCurry, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. And our guest today is Anton Patzner. What's up? We got a um, we got a different kind of special episode today for you. Um, we normally, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, we have like a main topic and we'll kind of discuss a bunch of other shit beforehand, but... This this time uh, we wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to kind of list out our uh, favorite films of 2017. Let's uh let's start with some other things though before we get into our top ten. Um, outside of our top ten, we also have a few extracurricular um, awards oh, to wow. give out. I, I would say mm-hmm. um, so maybe we get into some of those before we like really get into the into the meat of the matter here. Um, meat of the matter. So we kind of discussed briefly beforehand. Um, we have. We have a few here. Let's start with our f- our favorite movie to hate. Of t- oh, of so t- we're starting with the extra extracurricular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think okay. that seems right. You know, doesn't that seem right to you? It Wait, seems start right. with do you the mean hate. to say Let's fu- start with the funnest hate, movie to, to hate on? Or funnest movie to yeah, fun the most fun movie to hate on. Okay. Uh, well, duh. It'd have to be personal shot. Oh my god, I agree, I Laura. We're all I agree. On board with it. That was a really fun movie to hate on. <laughs> it really was. That I mean Which we, is not to say that we hated anybody in the movie or who made the movie. We loved no, you all. I You're a really loved nice it. people. I loved that movie because <laughs> because Kristen Stewart was like the was her performance was absurd. Mm-hmm. It was I like I know, but she's nice, probably. She's you know nice. what's crazy though? <laughs> she's nice. I mean she's like she's like on She's definitely on some Tommy Wiseau level acting. Aww. People acting people skills. think that movie is amazing though. I mean, people are like That's they so they funny. love that movie. It's like some people's. It's I loved like one it. of their favorite. Films. I loved it's it. So crazy. It's like crazy to me that you could love that movie so much. I but loved I it. did love it from love an it entertainment on, you value. You didn't love it in, in the right way though. I loved it. Really a lot. Yes. Yeah, if you haven't listened to our personal shopper episode, by the way, I would highly recommend it. It was really fun. There's a clip of us watching the movie. Yeah, yeah, and laughing. And just we can't like keep hold it together while we're watching the movie. Is like every time Kristen Stewart talks. Personal shopper. Yeah, personal shopper. That's a. I think it's unanimous, and we didn't talk. We didn't talk about these. Well, it's uh, fun to hate on because (laughs) we had a lot of laughs on that episode, but. I just want to make a disclaimer. Like, whenever we talk crap about a movie, we do respect that you made a movie and it a lot went into hey, it. Shit, and that's I can't like, make a movie. I like, don't I do don't want to just discredit the people who worked really hard on these movies and actually like came out with a final product because that's a lot. That's a big feat, uh, and uh, you know, whatever. props to you for even trying. Very, dip- I don't know. very I'm diplomatic just, of you guys. I just want to oh make it, let wow. it be known. You know, let it sure, be known. I mean, no, seriously, if I made whatever. a movie, it wouldn't even. No one would even see it. So. Whoever made that movie got Kristen Stewart to be in it. That's a feat. Sure. A feat of nature. Sure. Whatever. I want her (laughs) to be in my movie, though, if I do make one. (laughs) Let's get to this next one. I want her and Tommy Wiseau. uh, Oh, that would be quite a That would be a very dynamic duo. Movie, maybe. A buddy cop. Oh, yeah, that could be good. Them, too. What if they just had like a romance? Or a romance, yeah. (laughs) Tommy Wiseau. They'd be like, Kristen, I love you. She'd be like, Tommy, I don't don't um, love you. Tommy, I don't want to love you anymore. I don't love you very much. She'd be like, Tommy, I don't want to love you anymore. <laughs> She'd be like, why not, Kristen? I love you so much. <laughs> Kristen, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> Let's get into most regretful movie that we watched of 2017. All right. Should I go first? Go ahead. Okja. Okja? Okja, hell oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh my God. Interesting. I was I have like, a different why answer. did I just waste my time watching this movie? Really? 
pretty much yeah. yeah there was some good parts in it i, I would never had i known what i was getting into chosen have chosen to sit down ever. and watch that movie well of all well. movies i'm gonna say colossal because that was bad too because i <laughs> and again this isn't the worst movie it's the most regretful movie and the way i think about that is i actually had high hopes for colossal it seemed like it could be good I had a couple people telling me that it was good, and I was like, oh, Colossal, yeah. Like, it was the movie that was way worse than I thought it was going to be, so then I completely regretted it after I saw it. I was like, why did I even bother? I mean, that movie was, like, not good. It was was just a not good movie. I just remember after watching Okja, like, actually regretting it. I was like, (laughs) why didn't we just do that to our... Like, why? You know what I mean? I mean, actually experiencing a sense of regret for having, like, wasted as much time as we did on that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Anton? Yeah, well, I I can't pick one that, (laughs) like, I'm gonna have to... Just all I can think of is that it was a huge mistake to see Star Wars a second time. <laughs> Why did I watch that twice? I kind of liked it the first time, but I was pissed. Uh-huh. I don't. I it don't like what Disney has done to Star Wars. It, it it depresses me. It's like it's written by algorithms that are based on <laughs> stock market finance numbers <laughs> instead of creativity. Yeah, and uh, I don't like that. And I saw it a second time and. It got it was, worse I, for you. It was. I. I can't believe. I just. I should not have watched it a second time. <laughs> like, I kind of enjoyed it the first time. I had fun watching it the first time, and then the second time, oh, I didn't like it. I actually <laughs> wa- I had to like walk out and like take a ten minute bathroom break in the middle. Wait, of you it. did? I didn't even notice you in, leave. I took a ten minute bathroom break. <laughs> I didn't even notice what he left. That's so <laughs> funny. We all saw it together, and I just didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense for you. That makes sense for you. I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. I'd predict that. I can't. I can't name one. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any in the other one. I didn't see as many movies as you guys. So. Mm-hmm. All right. How about the worst movie everybody else loved? Three billboards. Duh. Oh my god! Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Or Dunkirk. Oh, interesting. I was kind of like in a toss. I didn't see. I didn't two. hate that movie though. I just but thought it was like. I just not thought it was good. the worst one everyone loved. Yeah, because it was like so annoying. No, for me it's three awards. I still just can't even understand how everyone's like but, behind this movie. Right? It's like winning awards. It like won best drama at the Golden no, I Globes. Know. I guess I'm the, sure it's it, it very well might win like best picture at the Oscars. I have to say the fact that it's won so many awards it makes me li- like it less. Because when we walked out of the movie, I was kind of like. It was kind of good, in a way. You know, like, it was kind of a, quote, good movie. No, I didn't like it. However, yeah, just the fact that people think it's so amazing makes me just think it's annoying. The tone is But Dunkirk, I definitely thought immediately I didn't like. You know, after it, I was like, oh, it was so agitating Mm -hmm. to have to sit through that. You know, it was just this, it was like watching a loop of really (laughs) loud, annoying noises, you know, of just like... (laughs) You know, just on a constant <laughs> loop in the same order. Right, right. You know what I mean? Of like one irritating noise after the next. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm I am didn't but, like it. But I liked it. I think I liked it a little more than you did. What I about just you, watched Dunkirk and uh, um, I, I did like some things about it. I liked that um, one thing I liked was like the, when the English nurse was like getting the guys to go down into the boat, she's like, okay, come on down. Come on down. There's a hot cup of tea down there for you. <laughs> uh, like they're escaping from the war and they, they get a hot cup of tea and, some, and toast with some jam on it. I mm-hmm. like that stuff. That is the English kind of version right. of the war. Right. Um, uh, as far as what, what <laughs> remind me the question. Oh, it's worst, or worst movie everyone else loved. Oh, I mean, probably Star Wars. Yeah, I was going to say probably Star Wars for you. People, <laughs> some people loved it. 
Oh yeah, some okay. <laughs> well, but though I don't think everyone loved that movie. It it seems to be somewhat divisive. Everyone I know who saw it, who was a Star Wars fan, didn't like it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, whatever. I, I just that's kind of I don't know. What about you, Dominic? Oh no, three billboards. It's, oh yeah, yeah right. Straight up. Yeah, okay, hands uh, let's let's get on to the best movie that everyone else hated. Mine's a little bit of a trick answer. <laughs> little Women, because. <laughs> <laughs> I know it didn't come, come out this year. It didn't come out this year, but I did rewatch it again this year for maybe the tenth time, and I just loved it, you know. And I think that other people might hate it, and they're stupid for thinking that because it's amazing. So it's truly a wonderful movie that I, you can just enjoy time after time, and I love it. I love it. There you I go. Loved it. Twenty seventeen uh, best movie everyone hated from Laura. Is Little Women from yeah. 19 what? 90, 80? Oh, I think 90. 96, 97. Well, I don't, I'm not actually sure. But Still carries on through to 2017. It stands the wow. test of time for me. And, you know, when people write it off as being some boring, like, period piece drama or whatever, mm-hmm. they just don't, like, get it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It makes you feel good. It's the type of movie that when you watch it, you feel good about mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm, not, like, annoyed or irritated or whatever. It just. It's a great movie that will always, you know, it works. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but my, like other people I know, they don't, they're not interested. They don't want to watch it. It seems boring to them or whatever. Out of the realm, you know. It's not boring. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, it comes it. at night. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and not that I everyone, hated, not that everyone hated this movie, though Laura hated this movie. But yeah, hated um, it. <laughs> I think a lot of people are very indifferent about this movie. It seems like most people who I talked to about that movie, they're like, I mean, there's not, just nothing special about that movie. It's just like a whatever movie. But to me, it like re- it just re- it just really worked. It like it just everything about it I thought was so well done. I mean, it it just it really hit on so many things that I just I love in cinema. You know, uh-huh. it was it was beautifully shot. The the story was like intriguing yet didn't give you all the answers. It felt like it had. It had these characters that I was like caring for, and it had these mysteries that like were somewhat solved and somewhat not. And that's generally where I like things to end up at the end of a movie is not all the answers are laid out in front of you. I like when there's sort of like some mystery left there. And to me, uh, it comes at night. I totally loved the movie and was shocked to find out that everybody else was pretty lukewarm. My on it. favorite thing about that movie <laughs> is the "Totally Tell Me" episode on it because <laughs> everybody else is like, "Oh my god, that movie was so boring," and Dominic's like. I can't recommend this movie enough. I cannot recommend true. this movie enough. It's true. I was like, me and the Dom- best episode of Totally Tell Me. <laughs> no, me and D- me and Dylan were like, this movie sucked, and Dominic was like, like, and then Dominic's like, fine, Anton, what did you think of it? Back oh yeah, me up here, and Anton, I, I, like, I would try and then I thought Anton was going to be neutral. He thought Anton was going to be neutral. He's like, Anton, back me up here. It was good, right? And Anton's like, it was boring. And he goes, <laughs> I love this movie. I love this movie. I can't recommend this movie enough. Like, I it said, was it was hilarious. like an, I said it was like on par with an off episode of The Walking name. Dead, which yeah, is basically which is how offensive. I feel about it. That is offensive. That's really how I feel it about is it. So far beyond offensive the Walking to the viewer Dead for having episode. to watch such. Walking Dead is boring as fuck. This movie intriguing in all essences. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's great. It's a great movie. You know? If you're intrigued by boredom, sure. <laughs> Whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, well, let, right. listen hey, to the episode more hey. full thoughts, but yeah, uh, let's. I, I think we should get. Well, do I get to give an award? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard for me to do this. I didn't see as many movies as you guys. Um, uh, Best movie that you like, feel like everyone okay, else Okay, like, like Laura, uh, Laura's 
brother Laura okay Laura and her brothers they hate everything you know like (laughs) so like we we watch a movie together I mean maybe everyone maybe this is not everyone but just them the people I'm watching the room that you watch they they don't like yeah like okay so maybe the post I like that a lot Uh and they didn't didn't like it or maybe Lady Bird I thought that was great I loved it Oh, I think yeah. most. People I didn't really hate do like Lady, Lady Bird either. I simply liked it. Okay. I didn't love so it. So I don't know what it is for me. Or, but I simply one of those thought it two. was okay. Like, I thought Lady, it was okay. Lady Bird's a good movie. I think it was. I think it was a great movie. Actually, that's pretty good. It's pretty sure. good. It's pretty I, good. It's like pretty good to great. I really lo- I it's loved not it. Amazing. I loved it. It's not amazing. It's not gonna blow anyone away or anything. It's a blow me. I just loved it. It was. <laughs> it was really, really entertaining yeah. for me. Oh, super entertaining. I totally yeah. thought it was very entertaining. Um, let's get into our top 10 and how we're going to do this. If you're listening, we're going to, we're going to, uh, basically each say our number 10 and then each say our number nine, et cetera, et cetera. Until and I'm not going to have one. a list. I'm just going to comment. Yeah. Ant- Anton's going to be the, you know, director's commentary. He's going to be the, uh, the studio audience commentary throughout the eve, you know, huh. I think that's going to be fun. I, I don't know Laura's top 10. I, I have a guess as to what her number one is, but <laughs> the rest is a bit of a mystery to me. So I'm excited to see what you, uh, what you picked, you know, as am I you. Um, one thing I do want to say before we get into it is an honorable mention that I want to make. And that goes, I only have one honorable mention and it goes to Twin Peaks season three, episode eight. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because while it's not a film, yeah, Adam Bomb, Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen this series, um, I actually think that you could watch this episode as a standalone episode and it would work Almost as well as it would work in the context of the oh my God. Uh, of the series, because I personally feel like it's somewhat of a side story, and I just highly recommend this, even if you haven't seen Twin Peaks and you like experimental film. To me, this is like, it's an hour-long episode. It's the best experimental film I've seen in years. Uh, I think it's totally incredible. Um, and if it was a feature film, it would certainly crack my top 10. I mean, this was one of the best things I saw all year, in my opinion. But it just isn't necessarily technically a film, so I can't really include it on this list. But that is something that I highly recommend to anybody. I did think that was an excellent episode one. But also, um, you just reminded me, girls mm. finished this year. Yes, yeah. So that could have been a thing. Whatever. Yeah, do you but feel like... That's yeah. way more definitely a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree that that episode of Twin Peaks def- is on, like, isn't on the par whole... with like a film. Oh, you know? totally. Yeah, but yeah. isn't the whole Twin Peaks like one big film kind of? It kind of no, is, but the I don't thing think is, so. the ki- that episode in particular is just such a, a sidetrack to the main story that I mean, while while it does yeah. have a story that ties in, you don't really need to know how it ties into the yeah. overarching narrative for it to make I like as it. much sense. I like it. It's a nice curveball. It's a nice good one, Tony. <laughs> to me, that episode encapsulates all the like main major themes in Twin Peaks. Totally. Though. You, you know could, what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like it hits on these ideas that are present throughout the show. You and know, it's just like be- loss of innocence and just, I don't know, penetration and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, it's interesting. It's a true work of art, and it's just—I think it'll stand the test of time as being like a uh, one of the most phenomenal experimental uh, short films, I guess, ever made. There's there's tie-ins to the Twin Peaks narrative, but yeah. uh, it's loose enough to where if you don't know the Twin Peaks narrative, it's not really going to impact your enjoyment of the episode. So yeah, yeah. Th- I just wanted to mention that before we get into our top uh, ten because I would have loved to included that, but good I, cop, bro. I feel like it wouldn't be you know uh, it wouldn't be true to form or whatever. I, I liked it my damn self. All right, well let's get into our number ten best film of 2017. Um, number ten from me, 
goes to 20th Century Women by uh, Mike Mills. This film, I'm not seeing it on anybody's lists, and it did have a limited release at the very end of 2016, so I don't know if it like technically qualifies as a 2017 film, but its wide release was in 2017, January 2017, so I'm fucking including it. 20th Century Woman is mm. sort of like a... Um, uh, kind of like a quirky uh, slice of life drama comedy um, about a family. Uh, it it just it just is kind of about life. It's kind of, it's about women, I guess. It's like women centric, I would say. Um, and it, I just thought it was great. I thought the performances were so good. I thought the directing was uh, excellent. Mike Mills is a great director, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just I I think the movie's just. Uh, beautiful it it was it totally it was like the first film of the year it was one of the first films of the year i saw and mm. it has still kind of like stuck with me uh as being like a, a great film that i have been meaning actually to go back and uh, revisit mm. i assume you didn't see it right i did not yeah i think you would actually like it i think it, it, it's like it's a similar kind of vibe to ladybird but i actually liked it a little more than ladybird and um you know i just felt like it was uh just a little more realistic in a way, uh-huh. I would say. Um, but yeah, that's my number 10. Awesome. And, and I'll say that I'm going to kind of like breeze through my 10 through 6, and I'll get more in depth about my top 5, just for time's sake. Uh-huh. Okay. What about number 10 for you? Okay, 10 for me was, believe it or not, <laughs> the film Coco. <laughs> huh. Like All right. it was, didn't see it. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Uh-huh. Didn't expect... Well, the I animated know, film. Be, yeah, I didn't know what to expect from it at all. I had only ever seen that one billboard that's on mm-hmm. Holland Street in Emeryville. And yeah, describe it to me briefly because I actually don't um, really know much about it. It's a Mexican-themed... It takes place on the Day of the Dead in Mexico. It's centered around a little boy who um, is a musician, a passionate musician, mm-hmm. and his family is all uh, like totally opposed to musicians because they had... Uh, terrible experience with um, one of his ancestors being a musician and leaving his family to be to pursue his dreams of playing for the world Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so in the eyes of the rest of his family like to be a musician is to abandon your family and to to be um, like a bad person basically so it's kind of about musicians too kind of but basically like the child is so passionate about playing music that he he rejects or resists like his family's um, you know uh, uh, way of life or whatever and seeks out kind of the spirit uh, well not the spirit of but sorry he seeks out guidance from um, like his ancestor mm-hmm. who was the musician um, and and uh, well goes he, on a crazy adventure and he, he ends, ends up, up in the land of the dead he ends up in the land of I don't know if that's and a spoiler a, but nah but like it's all about like it's, it's on the it's day adventures of the dead. in the land of the dead it's I love really this cool. movie. I wouldn't put it as 10. I'd put it uh, probably in top five. Oh, wow. No, I mean, I liked it a lot, but I liked others more. But yeah, cool, yeah that yeah. was it was really creative and really cool and visually mm-hmm. like stunning mm-hmm. and really captured a lot of like the kind of nuances of Mexican culture and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. and it was like... Was there original music just, in it as well? Yeah, yeah. I had okay. never really seen anything like it, honestly. It was very original. Oh, okay. Well shit i'll have to check i mean it, out. it was definitely cheesy on some levels but like it was yeah. good. it was a good movie for sure right on very good all right number nine uh why don't you start with number nine this time okay <laughs> for me number nine is get out get out ah sure yeah. it's yeah. on the top 10 but i didn't love it as much as everyone else but i did like it a lot and uh-huh. 
I don't know. We we all know what it's about. I mean, it's a cool, good movie. For people it's who a good movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Allison. Allison. What is it? Oh shit! Allison. Fuck. <laughs> Allison Williams. Allison is it Williams? Williams. Yeah, I think that's her. Marnie. Marnie from Girls. Marnie from Girls. She's great in it. Yeah, she is great in it. She's the highlight for me. Oh, I actually, yeah, I mean, I, I think the movie's, yeah, super, super good. And it's, it's like, fun. It's an exciting adventure. There's yeah. like, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Right what's, on. Your, what's your number nine? My number nine is Raw. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Raw. Interesting. Um, is it? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of overlap here. Uh, but oh. Raw, for me, uh, totally loved the movie. I mean, yeah. uh, I just thought it was so well done. Uh, had this, like, had this sense of humor to it that was pretty subtle but or just the sense of fun to it like it, it was a very very dark and uh and pretty uh, hard to watch film at times but there was also these like moments in it that were almost like winking at the audience and i think for that that's like kind of what wrapped it all up for me that that made it more than what it could have been like if it was truly just trying to like gross you out or whatever i think it wouldn't have been as effective but i think that it just seems like such a fun fi- film for this director to have made. By the way, it's by uh, Julia Ducarneau. Mm-hmm. It's a French film. Um, I just, I, I would say if you love horror films, um, if you, if you can stomach a, a good amount of gore, <laughs> um, and you just like fun cinematic moments and great like musical moments too. Um, visual moments, uh, some really surprising turns happen in, in this film that I was seriously not expecting them to like go there, basically. Uh, and it really, it, it, it's probably like the hardest film of the year to watch, or one of the hardest films to watch. But uh, if you if you have a stomach for gore, I just really highly recommend this film. Um, and yeah, I don't want to say too much about the plot because I think that uh, to know as little as possible is good. But I will say it's just about a a young girl who goes to a medical uh, college or, or med school uh, and, you know, um, she kind of is forced to, like, make a change in her life that starts to change something within herself as well. It's very dark, very dark. But That yeah. said nothing. I don't want to say too much because I, I think th- what makes this film so good is the surprises that happen. I showed my parents over Christmas break uh, this <laughs> film and I didn't tell them anything. And like kind of the main central theme to this movie that doesn't get explored till halfway through the movie was a complete surprise to them. And I feel like it's most effective when you don't know what's coming. I would it's- not watch that with my parents. <laughs> Really? I don't think so. It depends on your parents. My really. parents don't want to watch that. It just depends on your parents. They're not going to yeah. be into it. <laughs> yeah, they don't like horror movies. What about you? What's your uh, What's your number nine? My number nine. No, oh, I I'm sorry. Said, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Want to hear my number eight? Yeah. What's your number eight? Raw. Ah, <laughs> leads then, right into it. Just to add to what you said about it, I think one of the things that makes it really fun is that it is a, a coming of age movie, mm-hmm. and I always love watching coming of age movies. Yeah. So it's just got that fun. You know, it's unique, you know, adolescents feel that like it's always an adventure and, you know, there's exploration happening and Mm -hmm. an earnestness to everything that Mm. is so fun to watch and engage with. And so and there is this like really compelling, dark, like carnal thing going on in it Mm -hmm. that's like unexpected and very visually like stunning to watch so exciting it's like such an exciting very, film yeah very 
stylized and colorful in its own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number eight mm-hmm. is Get Out. <laughs> oh, funny. So we, we had a, so I think we might have a very similar list, it seems like. But, so uh, you like Get Out more than Raw? Just a little bit. Yeah, ah, just, just, just a little bit. But the thing is, is like, these are all great films. I mean, yeah. to, to, to rank them, the thing is, is all 10 of these I can really get behind. I really think all uh-huh. 10 of them are, are truly great. But yeah, Get Out, totally loved it. Um, Shoot, I, maybe I would. I mean, maybe I could get on board with that order too. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all here or there, right? It's right. like the, these are among the best films of I the year. Put for Get sure. Out above Ra. Really? really? Maybe I would too. I, I don't like, know. I just liked him. I, I mean, Ra was okay, but it, Ra didn't get as much hype as Get Out, so I felt like I, I wanted to put it up higher. Actually, yeah, I, that I that's that a good I can, reason. I can actually get behind that. It. If actually, yeah, I totally agree. Like, with I that. just feel like Get Out was good, but it's a little overrated for me. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, it's gotten a lot of hype. And while I, I actually, I love the film, I love the film, don't get me wrong, but I do think that it has a level of hype that is maybe a little out of control. It's a little Whereas excessive. I do think that Raw was very overlooked and is yeah. very good. I mean, it's it's yeah. such a good movie. I mean, like, it, it actually, I think if you liked Get Out, you should see Raw, you know? Like, I think they almost go hand in hand in some certain kind of ways. I mean, they're both like fun horror films that have more to say than just just uh, a horror film. Just a horror film, you know. It's not just a horror film. It's there's more. There's a than lot that. of like social commentary and, situ- and stuff like. Yeah, that. especially social in Get Out. There's commentary. there's more social commentary, I would say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what, Get Out. Yeah, and Get Out. Um, Raw and, too, though. Really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very, and a visual you know. spectacle to both of them as well. There's there's just a fun visual element to both them. Anyways, yeah, I mean, I'd love to get out. Um, highly recommend it. You probably already know. It's directed by Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah, you should, you, should, you should see it. All right. Let's get number to number seven. seven. Yeah. What's your? Uh, my number seven is The Disaster Artist. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, by, Funny. by James Franco. <laughs> we might have some. Uh, we're laughing. We'll see. Uh, the Disaster Artist, um, if you don't know, uh, we recently reviewed this on the podcast, uh, but it's based on the making of another film called The Room, uh, which was written and directed and produced and starring uh, Tommy Wiseau. Um, it's about the making of, and it's a comedy film. It's mostly a comedy film. Definitively a comedy. Definitively a comedy film uh, starring James Franco, who also directed Recently the film. Recently just got accused of four counts of sexual harassment. You're right. Holy yeah, shit. There's, there's some pretty, shit going pretty on. Pretty dark. Crazy. Right after shit he won on. the award uh, yeah. at the Golden Globes. Yeah, this one, what was it? Best, best comedy. Or, or, yeah, sorry. Yeah, best, best, best actor for In James Franco. In a comedy. Franco. Yeah, which, by the way, his that's the main reason I like this movie is his performance is so it's good. Uh, he really nails Tommy Wiseau. Mm-hmm. Um, this is such a fun movie to watch. I mean, like, there's just so many f- hilarious sequences in this movie. Just about a kind of a dude who, who really had some heart behind the movie, but just didn't have the talent to actually make it right, and yet thought that he kind of did. And it's just... Uh, while it could have been, it very easily could have been a mean film. I felt like it did a really good job of, of uh, keeping a moderate kind of uh, look on everything. But yeah. Oh my god! I disastrous. just realized that you're putting that on the your list is an interesting peak, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's on my list too. Right. But yeah. that says something. It does. It like do- it provides a, a light into a certain social commentary, which is that. Right. I think that we assume the position with regards to people's characters and the crimes and or, you know, good deeds are committed in a person's life mm-hmm. are separate from the work that they do. Absolutely. And yeah. and that we're able to, like, separate the two. 
Anyway, right. commentary. Okay. <laughs> what's my number seven? Yes. Uh, number. Yeah. What, <laughs> what's your number? What's your number seven? Uh, maybe uh, 2017. Killing of a sacred deer. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Number seven, you say. Mm-hmm. What? What of it? What of it? I loved it. No, I, <laughs> you loved it. I liked it. I liked, you liked it. A, it. I liked it a lot. I didn't uh-huh. love it. Mm-hmm. But wow! In your top ten, you don't love all of them. Oh, no, hell no. <laughs> okay. But you liked it more than Raw and Get Out. I did. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. Yeah, right. I thought it was interesting and compelling and kind of I don't know. It was bizarre and it captured something mm-hmm. that was of interest to me and it got me thinking and I don't know. That, that means something. We should briefly say <laughs> that Killing a Sacred Deer, if you haven't okay. heard of it, is by uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. And um, <clears throat> it's a, it's, it also stars Colin Farrell and, um, oh my God, what's her name? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> uh, it's about a family uh, that a stranger is kind of introduced to their family and uh, strange things kind of start happening to the family. It's a dark, it's definitely a dark, a dark film. Comedy. Yeah, it's, I think it, it's kind of classified as a dark comedy. A dark comedy, yeah. Slash I guess, horror. Yeah, or, there's horror elements. It's honestly a little... It's hard to classify this film. Or maybe it's like thriller elements. Definitely Not, thriller. Oh, I guess there is some like... Yeah. There's horror. there's a little bit of thriller, a little bit of suspense, a little bit of horror, a little bit of comedy. It's, it's a hard film to categorize, but um, yeah, it's a unique film that I, again, like Raw, think that you should know as little as possible going into it, but... It does deal with some dark themes, and it's uh, familial. It's about a family, kind of. It's about family dynamics and what can happen when uh, a wrench is kind of thrown in things. Very, yeah. It was cool. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. You liked it? Did you like? Yeah. It? Well, maybe okay. we'll be we'll talking talk about that. It. Maybe <laughs> we'll be talking about that later. All right. Okay. So <laughs> moving on to number six for me. Yeah, number six for you. Disaster artist. <laughs> Disaster artist. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I might have liked Disaster Art. It's a little more than Killing of a Sacred Deer. Just because interesting. it made me laugh a lot. Yeah. It's it's probably m- I don't know. Maybe I liked here. Killing of a Sacred Deer more. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> They're all good, right? You know? I kind of rushed this. <laughs> I would say I would say Disaster Artist is the is the funniest movie of the year. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For sure. The nothing had me laughing more than Disaster Artist. No, and I mean it was like pretty interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know, but I guess Killing of a Sacred Deer was a little more like visually stunning, so maybe I should put that up higher. I don't well, know. Well, it's up to you. I mean, it's all it's your opinion. It was like more of a do... cinematic feat, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. whereas Disaster Artist is a little more um, like basic or whatever. <laughs> in that sure, way, it's yeah. more straightforward or whatever. But it's it's just your favorite. Good. You know, it's your. Favorite. I guess I know. Walking out of the Disaster Artist, though, I was definitely like that was good. Mm-hmm. What's more valuable to you, cinematography or laughter? Hard to say. Laughter. Mm. Hard laughter. to say. Come I mean, on. not well, necessarily. It's a, it's a, Cinematography is just a tool with which you get to laughter. No, it's no, not. No, not at all. Not all films are going for laughter. Or no, tears but or whatever cinematography is well, that, encapsulating. It's awesome. Like, but I would know, say Killing a Sacred Deer. Visuals are so strong. The Killing a Sacred Deer isn't only about strong visuals. I, it no, gave me not a strong emotions no, as well. No, and it, ca- it was, you know, it was vibey. I mean, we'll talk about more later. There's a lot going into that movie that made it be Spoiler. interesting. <laughs> um, but do, I don't know. I mean, I do like to laugh, but I also like to escape. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, sure. and escaping doesn't necessarily mean laughing. It can mean any number of things. I like dreamlike things. Mm-hmm. I like to dive into a dream, and I feel like Killing of a Sacred Deer was like diving into a dream. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. Disaster Artist was just 
like you know a retrospective on a you know a process or whatever and a really funny character yeah so maybe I should switch those two. Oh, I mean, whatever. whatever. You, stick it, no, you stuck to it. You mm-hmm. stuck to it. All right. Okay. <laughs> my number six is Good Time. Oh, my God. By uh, the Safdie brothers. Um, this film is about... Um, it, it's, it stars a fucking dude from... Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Gorgeous. Which, oh, not in this movie, not though. Not in this movie. <laughs> uh, definitely maybe the best performance I've ever seen from him. Amazing. Um, Very good. The colors are... The cinematography in this movie is a total standout, but I also think the story is it's intriguing. It's a good time. Intri- yeah, it <laughs> it's is the, really this crazy. This is such a fun movie to watch. I mean, uh, in general, if you haven't heard about this movie, it's about, um, it's about two brothers. One of the brothers... Uh, gets um put in jail for a crime and the other brother is trying to get the other the the other brother is trying to get his brother out of jail that's kind of like the the gist of things in the beginning but things kind of just spiral out and everything is kind of going wrong and it's it's just it's such a fun kind of crime thriller it's yeah it's a crime uh thriller just it's fun it's just a sit back relax and enjoy the ride kind of thing yeah it's it it had strokes to me of like tarantino even where it's Uh just like uh you just are immediately intrigued by these characters and while the characters maybe have these like shades of gray and have these kind of aspects to them that are hate like like you you you're being around you're around these characters that are doing kind of despicable thing things but yet you care about them in this strange Uh way because they're compelling like these characters are fleshed out and compelling and robert pattinson really embodies this kind of dirtbag kind of dude who will do anything to like make manipulate things to be his way and um he's constantly using other people in the film to to get what he wants and it's just it's so well done i mean uh this was probably the the most surprisingly good film i saw this year where i had no idea it was going to be it had it was going to be this good. Mm-hmm. And I'm now just so excited for what these brothers do next. I mean, this mm-hmm. was the first film I saw by them. Oh, and I haven't even told you this, but I went back and I saw their other film, oh. which is also very good. It's not as good as Good Time, I would say, but um, it's very good. Fuck, what's it called? I'm going to look it up while you, while you talk about your next film. But um, I, huh. I recently watched another one of their movies and I thought I should it was... watch it. Yeah. It, it is basically Good Time, but it's like a little... It's... In every way, it's a little worse. Like it, it was kind of like seems like they're trying to find their voice. And good time, they really they just nailed it. You know? uh-huh. But cool. Uh, anyways, what's your um, number five? Number five, yeah. Number f- we're getting to top five. Top five. Ooh, top five. Territory. Top five. Okay, number five. Mother. Oh, interesting. The worst of my favorites. The worst. Or the of least your favorite fav- of my favorites. The least. For me, the top five are like my hands down favorite movies of the year. I see. I see. Okay. Five is so now we're getting to the good stuff. Kind of, yeah. Kinda. All right, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> really cool movie. Like, just crazy. Directed, Amazing feat. We should say directed by Darren Aronofsky, mm-hmm. who also did, like, Black Swan, Requiem for Dream, The Wrestler, et cetera, et cetera. And just as a heads up, Anton hasn't seen all of Mother yet, so let's not give any hardcore spoilers. Oh, we shouldn't give any spoilers for any of these. these right. this, is, this whole thing is spoiler-free. But so, anyway, yeah. I thought that was... A crazy freaking amazing dream to jump jump into and to kind of analyze. It is fun to analyze, you know, mm-hmm. and it's always fun. It's enjoyable when you, a movie actually makes it fun for you to analyze it, try to figure it out. Because mm-hmm. I think it gives you enough information to like make sense of it in, in your way, you mm-hmm. know, in, in a way or have some kind of standpoint on it. 
Um, and the acting was amazing in it. And uh, cinematography, incredible. Mm-hmm. Set design, art direction, amazing. Mm-hmm. So generally, I and you watched it, a lot. it twice, and the second time I you will, were telling me that you, uh, I did, that you wrote a you wrote oh, a paper on it. I did. I yeah. I was compelled <laughs> to write like a thesis paper on. <laughs> she assigned mother. herself. She assigned herself a thesis. She started it at three in the morning. <laughs> right. Like I, I, I went to bed at, or I think I went to bed at three in the morning. No, I know. Was, and then <laughs> they finished watching the movie, so she probably started the paper at five in the morning. I know. And she wrote a thesis which is funny because one of the nightmares that i have some from time to time is that i'm still in college and i have like a paper due and i have to fucking write a thesis or whatever about and yet here you are assigning something yourself. i didn't watch or read and it's like but this torture. you did watch at least you it's did like, watch it. yeah i did and i was i felt so strongly about my stance on what it meant and what mm-hmm. what it was all about mm-hmm. that i felt like compelled to write a fucking thesis on it high praise <laughs> or, high you praise. know an essay on it right. on a thesis. i mean sure there's a thesis but right. not eight pieces mm-hmm. um but yeah so that i thought that was really good um mm-hmm. but cool. what, what about you number five yeah uh really quick i want to say that the safety brothers the other film that i watched was uh-huh. called uh heaven knows what okay. and it's from 2014 uh-huh. uh similar it's like a crime thriller again in a way uh but a little more just uh subtle a little more like it's about a a, a few, uh, like some heroin addicts basically and they're all just kind of like just kind of moping around the world and it's just kind of following their lives and it's uh you know it's it's good it's very it's very good oh, really? um is it it's not as good as good time though not as good as good time but i would still recommend the movie you know uh-huh. i would say you should watch good time first if you love it and you really want more of that style you should watch heaven knows what as long as you just are going into it knowing it's not gonna be as good i still think it's a good movie uh-huh. it's it's like it just seems more of a movie that they're finding their voice in uh-huh. and then good time seems like they've really arrived at like what they're it just their cinematic voice is just billowing out in that movie. I mean, it's just all, it's just, they just seem to be having so much fun making uh-huh. that movie good time. Uh-huh. Anyways, <clears throat> number five for me. And again, this is really where we're getting into some good stuff. <laughs> Not like the others aren't good, but this is like, yeah, this is top tier. All of these movies I would, I would say are like must see films of the year. Uh-huh. Number five for me is the Florida project. Oh, okay. By, uh, okay. by Sean Baker. Sure. Um, this film uh really blew me away um because i had seen the trailer for this movie and i was like oh that could be good that might be good might be kind of boring seems like it might be very like one of these movies that's just trying to get all the oscars or something that's what it seemed like from the outside perspective but then when you actually watch it this movie is a total celebration of cinema uh it's one of the best films i think i've ever seen if not the best film i've ever seen about kids like about young young kids, uh, like what these kids are like nine or whatever, or, or even younger. Oh, they're young. I think younger than nine. Like seven or something, or maybe seem even like even six, like six, eight or nine. Six, eight or nine. Well, regardless, oh, okay, these these very young kids. It, it's it it's following them. They all live in a. Um, hotel uh a low income hotel yeah, yeah like a low, like, low income, income housing yeah in florida uh n- near like disney world or whatever um and it's just it's from their perspective and while there are adult problems you could say it's like kind of through how a kid might view these problems right uh which gives it such a unique perspective i've just never seen a film do this this well you know uh-huh. Uh, and it really emotionally um, grabbed me too. I mean, like, I, 
it it immediately pulled me into the world and then i felt like by the end of the film i mean i cried at the end of the f- yeah. movie i mean i thought it's it was sad. it was really touching where yeah. it goes i'm no spoilers or anything but uh, i just think that it's uh just a, a, such a strong film from in every sense of of the word i mean it's just cinematic and uh beautiful yeah, yeah. this this movie makes my top 5 for sure too it's mm-hmm. like this was this movie was perfect and it was great and mm-hmm. like Willem Dafoe stars in it as well. Um, by the way, it was unique. Like I felt like the vibe of it was different from any movie I've ever seen. Totally. Uh, it's so at unique. first. I at first at first it was just like a bunch of kids yelling and I couldn't even <laughs> tell what was going on. It was like so chaotic, <laughs> and it was kind of like that the whole time. But it was like I got used to it and mm-hmm. I like got into it. Right. And, yeah, it was. I thought it was perfect and 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 really great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'll say that also that I was actually surprised by how much plot actually <laughs> there is in this movie. I mean, going into it like you said too in the beginning, Antoine, I was sort of like, oh, this is gonna be like a real kind of just slice of life. Not too much is gonna happen. It's just gonna kind of be about these kids and like whatever. Yeah, it's almost but, like a documentary. Yeah, I thought I thought that's more what it was gonna be like, but there is definitely some major things that happen in this movie and things that I didn't really see necessarily coming, but it all makes sense. It's all within the world of that, that is created by this movie. But I just really felt like it, it actually really goes places and really has like a, a strong ending and message, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so that's my number five. Cool. Uh, should we get into number four? Sure enough for me. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> good time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it. As we already have stated, it's a very good movie. Uh-huh. What do you want to it's add? A good though? time. It's fun. I don't really have much else to add. I just enjoyed it. And uh, I guess you could say I might have enjoyed it more than Mother. But actually, when I thought about it, after I said it out loud, I was <laughs> like, like, well. You're like live ranking these. I don't these. know. Maybe Mother should go number four and Good Time number five, honestly. Mother is pretty fantastic. Like, it's mother's more of a blow away where it's good time is more of like a fun wily ride you know laura's so, like i don't know laura's like live ranking these movies it's hard, right it's, hard, it's hard to put them in order when they're 10 like, like I, for me like it's like when a movie gets a 10 it's like they're all equal i'm with you but i Something. do but i do kind of stand I, by this ranking for i don't me give by the way i don't i don't give all these movies a 10 on a scale of one at a time no. do you give any of any movies a 10 this year yes i do okay oh. <laughs> but we haven't gotten to those 10s yet would you say i suppose not oh you suppose not no we have not we have well not. we kind of have i'll tell you later okay <laughs> all right um well number four <laughs> number four for me uh, yeah, number four. It comes at night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, Somebody gets all the cavalry. Woo! This get movie. Oh my god! This movie blew me away. I oh loved god. this movie. You like that more than Florida Project? Is, Are you this is out crazy. of the door? This is insane. Fuck, yes, I did. It's out not in, insane. It's truly not, insane. It's not insane. This movie was so How good. You're trying to make a point. Not, you're trying not, to be controversial. If I wanted to make a point, I would make it number one. But it's not number oh one. My god, you're trying to be something. Right I'm now. not. I'm not trying to be something. This movie is something. This movie is not this better movie, than Florida Project. This movie be something. Let me tell you what. This I'm going to give that. Uh, yeah. I give that rating a one. Oh, uh, well, fuck you. Like, no, fuck everybody. Your rating. No, I'm giving your rating <laughs> a one. No, I'm not going to give the movie that. <laughs> no, I'm okay. good. Mean, this great, phenomenal film was directed by Trey Edward Schultz, who uh, also did this uh, this movie. What was it like? Kesha. Or not um, Kesha. Not Kesha. Or like, to the Max. He did something or whatever. But. It comes tonight. Definitely his best movie. Uh, I watched his other movies. It's like whatever, but 
this movie to me was just it was the right amount of suspense and dread it's it sustained this level of dread for me throughout the whole time that uh really compelled me and um i felt like where it ends up it, I, I just i loved uh leaving some mystery in things and kind of letting you have your own opinions about what you think may or may not have happened. And I felt like a lot of the characters had this interesting gray area to me that I was uh, compelled by. I see Laura like fall asleep over here while I'm talking about. She fell asleep during this movie too, by the way. Um, I wish I fell asleep. There was, there was just. This is the movie you most regret having watched. <laughs> no, no, it was fine. I just thought, like, visually it was it was amazing, and I, and I just, I really like a movie that takes place in kind of one environment, too. Like, it, for the most part, this movie just takes place in one house. Really, there's very few characters. There's three to four kind of, like, central characters of the movie, and it's really just kind of about, it's more about human they dynamics. They go on a road trip at one point. Yeah, very briefly towards the beginning, but for the most part, it's, like, on one plot of land, and um, for those who don't know, uh, this film is kind of like a thriller about um, a family who is faced with this um, imminent uh, threat that they're not fully aware of what exactly is going on, but they know they have to take these measures to protect themselves from uh, a, a sort of like cloud of uncertainty that's going on around them. And it was in that in- uncertainty that I that I really found this movie to be so enjoyable because it it keeps you as the audience uncertain the whole time and you just uh kind of are piecing things together in an interesting way and i was personally compelled by the characters and i love the visuals and i just i, I loved this movie i totally love this movie how All to right. be more bored when you're already bored for boring people <laughs> my title for that movie and a bored quest enough. it's fair enough this in, is in dominic's defense here laura only watched like 25% of the movie. Didn't need to see anymore. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Like, Look, you gotta... I choose not to exist in a state of perpetual Laura thought, regret. Laura so thought therefore, that... I seize the moment and follow. Laura like, thought there was a supply drop. <laughs> I know. She thought there was all these things that didn't <laughs> no, happen. Anton, in the movie. <laughs> I, Laura, Laura, when when we were driving home from the movies, was like, Anton, I fell asleep <laughs> in that. What happened? Oh Just fill me in so I don't sound stupid on the podcast. And I told her that there was a supply drop. <laughs> She was like, I like He's the part like, where there's there a supply. I hate that no, you no, fell no. asleep in this movie. He I said, hate that you fell asleep he in this said, movie. Oh, there's these helicopters that come and they like they drop down all these like rations to people. I wonder if you had truly watched this movie, if you would have actually kind of liked it. Nah, doubtful. I think you might have kind of liked it. I don't. I don't think you would have loved it, but I, I think watched you would have liked it. I already didn't and like it, and it was confirmed really like when it. Dylan fully, I would have, like, you know. If I had been I streaming saying. it, I would have turned it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no. Sorry. So much that was keeping me compelled in that movie. Highly recommend it, though I do understand that it's one of two, I would say, controversial films in my uh, top ten. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was number five? Uh, yeah. uh That was my number four. What's your number four? Oh, your number four. Okay. My number four is... Um. Wait, I already said good time. Yeah. Oh, okay. we so already we're did on number three. Number oh my three. God, ooh, top, top three. three. Ooh. Okay. It's heating up. It's heating up over here. My number three ooh. is Florida Project. Hell yeah! Definitely so good. A great, a great movie. Mm-hmm. Very good. Loved it. I yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> is it a ten? I mean, I think I give it a nine. 
How can you? I mean, what was wrong with this movie? Yeah, it, perfect, it just it was wasn't exactly the kind of movie that I love in general. Like, it wasn't totally my type of movie. Like, it's just not a movie I necessarily want to go back to. And for, I mean, it is a ten in the sense of it being like well made. Actually, and, I really do want to see it again. I don't know. I just don't really care to. I guess I might watch it again if it was like on TV or whatever. But there are, are certain movies that I love. Like just top to bottom, and want to re and re experience mm-hmm. like multiple times, and it's just you know all encompassing, and so it just didn't have quite that level of impact on me. Mm-hmm. But it's sure. it's a great movie. Yeah, and yeah, excellent like kind of concept, and uh, oh yeah, just the Unique. acting was amazing, and you know I liked the casting a lot, and uh, it was uh, it was really good. Yeah, the little girl was great. I didn't mention that. And the she, mother was very good. Oh, the mother, yeah. The mother was great too. I, you yeah, know, I, I someone told me that, that, that she was just like a like a Instagram hoe. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. No, like she, she was like an Instagram model. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. She was. Wow, well she was great. She was really good, actually. I mean she, was she really I'm sorry, I'm not she gets I'm some sexist. Great she was probably just <laughs> like like that in real life, honestly. Right, yeah. She could have been, or, I mean, yeah. She's probably drawing from I some real I certainly know people like that in real life. I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely do. But, okay, what about you, number three? Number three for me, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, what? Oh, what? What do you <laughs> mean, three? what? Yeah, number three. It's so fucking good. It is, but how is that not number one? Because there's, there's so two many films. good movies this Because year. there's, yeah, this, uh, look. I, oh my god! Oh my you god! It's in my top made it three. Only one better than it comes at night. It's way better than that. <laughs> it is better than it. That's comes an at insult night. to society. Oh that. my god! It is not. There's only two better films I saw this year, and no, we're already deep into the territory of films that I think are essential to watch. This movie is essential to watch. There's a wait. What is better than? Oh, two two films are better than okay. Okay. you'll see. Okay, uh, okay. this is my uh, my okay. favorite films. Yeah. Look, Look, I I loved Calling by Your Name. It's directed by uh, Luca Guadagnino. Uh-huh. Um, it is a Italian film, uh, or it's it's shot in Italy. Um, Italian director. Uh, it is a coming of age story about this young boy who um, is introduced to this uh, slightly older guy who starts to work for his father on in this villa in northern Italy. Very just gorgeous uh place that they're living um, oh i know what you like number better than that. <laughs> i just thought about it okay we'll see we'll see <laughs> um and oh, yeah, uh, no, it's i know com- coming of age uh and you know a romance film as well and i just think that this film uh really captured love in every sense of the word uh it's highs it's lows uh it's it's just a gorgeous film to behold and um, deeply affected me in many ways. And the more I think about it, this film just has really stuck with me. I mean, I just I just keep kind of coming back to this film as a, as a as like a point of, of <laughs> reference of just in my mind. Like I just think about the movie. I think about the visuals. I think about, you know, the central relationship of the film. I think about the ending. I think about certain shots. I think about the emotions that it gave me. And I, I really just can't wait to watch this movie again. And uh, there's, you know, some more specific kind of spoilery scenes that I would recommend that uh, just see the movie and then maybe listen to our full podcast. On Say the it, love it, love it. If you want to <laughs> hear our full thoughts. But in a spoiler-free way, I just think this film 
does a lot for um, cinema. I mean, I, I think that it really speaks volumes as to this director and I'm just so excited to see what he does next. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there, there wasn't, there probably wasn't a better just kind of like real realistic portrayal of, of love uh, that I've seen this year, if not in many years than in this film, like the mm. feeling of love was truly captured. Mm. It's amazing. Love the movie. Yes. I guess we're at number two then. We are at number two. All right. We here are, it goes. We're, My we're number just, two. We're scratching. We're scratching for the top here. Call me by your name. No, oh, <laughs> number two. Wow. Basically, I actually, I thought my, this was going to be number one. I'm, well, I'm actually well, now, I'm we'll very talk, surprised. We'll talk, we'll talk. But oh I my lo- God, what is number one? Absolutely adored this movie. Adored it. number one for you? We'll, we'll talk. But yeah, I just thought it was beautiful and it was a, just an accomplishment, you know, an absolute success, like in terms of creating something that is encapsulating of a true essence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, and really creating a space for the viewer to just escape into and want to be in. And I don't know. I just I loved it. I loved it. Loved so it. So you were giving me shit for putting Call Me By Your Name at number three and then yeah. yours is at number two? I mean... Well, not, number two is basically number one. What? Well, but it's not. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> what is... Um... Okay. I mean, I thought this was I your wish number I one. I, I can't, wish I could chime in on Call Me By Your Name. I still haven't seen it. I, I mean, know. Oh, yeah, you should still see it. Don't get to see it. I wonder if you're going to like it. You might not like it as much as me. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. doubt I will like it as much as you. It's a, it's a slower. Like it so much. It's a slower film, you know. It's, I, I'll like it. I'm, some people, I'm, I, I would think. Please, I'll give it a 10. I'm sure no. I'll give it a 10. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. What's your number two? <laughs> and number two is... Killing of a Sacred Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's true. Nail it. Nail it. I oh, knew you were going to put the a... obvious thing ahead of Call Me By Your Name. What do you mean the obvious thing? Like the more kind of like impressively like production wise, impressive production wise. To me, this is just my kind of movie. I mean, the, Killing of a Sacred Deer to me is like a Kubrick film from his grave. I mean, this film had so many shades of Kubrick to me. Uh, I loved just every aspect of this movie. I mean, it's just an ex- a very exciting, high drama kind of crazy film that has insane turns and i think probably the the best performance of the year i would say is the kid in call me by your name uh the um what's his name um timothy uh, martin his name's martin in the movie wait you mean in killing of a sacred deer yeah in killing of a sacred okay. deer. the, 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 the young boy by your name. oh i'm sorry uh uh, the Killing of Sacred Deer. Uh-huh. Um, they're, they're both long titles, so it's a little. But bit I would have to say that what you accidentally said is more true. The, the acting on Timothy McVeigh's personality. Right. No, he's he's great in Call <laughs> Me by McVeigh, Your Name. I'm kidding. Very good. But Martin. Timothy Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Uh, so good. Martin. The character's name is Martin in The Killing of Sacred Deer. Yeah, I, I, for, I the, forget the actor's name. But forget yeah. the actor's he is name really. Is. He is very oh, good. Oh, Barry. Barry something. Barry like. Kogan or something like that. I think that's how you say it. But anyways, his performance totally captured me. Every time he was on screen, it actually reminded me of like the Joker in The Dark Knight, where every scene that he was in was like it totally stole the show. Um, this film is dark. It's sensational. It's um, so exciting. There, there are moments in this movie that like I was squirming, uh, that I was laughing. 
or that I was just like so entranced and intrigued by. And I, I cannot wait to watch this movie again. I mean, it's such a, it's such like just a thrilling um, exploration of cinema. I mean, it's just like it, this director is just having a ball and I just, I love it. I mean, I just, I fucking loved this movie. I was thrilled coming out of the theater. I mean, I was just like, I couldn't wait to talk about it for our podcast that we did. See, um, I was thrilled Joe. coming out of the theater for Call Me By Your Name. Like, I As just was immediately I. wanted to get like Both. tell everybody how much I loved it. That's how I felt about Killing a Sacred Deer, and that's also I didn't feel that generally way how I felt about Call Me By Your Name as well. Killing a Sacred Deer for me was more like I need to think about this for a minute. Mm, did I like it. it? Did I not? Like oh my god, it? I liked loved it. it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every I loved every minute of it. And there's, I think it's his best film too, which I think most people seem to think that that's The Lobster. But to me, no this way. movie, this movie was a knockout. I mean, it was not love the lobster. It was better in every way. I mean, it's a little more grounded, oh, that was but it movie. still has these surreal elements. I mean, to me, this is just the kind of film that I love. I, I personally am usually all about a film that has a reality based to it, but has a surreal element to it, and really just goes off on these insane dreamlike tangents. And this film had a little bit of oh best my God. of both worlds. Anton hasn't seen Killing of Sacred Deer yet either. No, you gotta see nah. it. Oh my god, it. you need to get. I think you would here. I, I'll tell you, I kind of dislike the lobster, so I don't know if I'm. It's gonna way like better this. than the lobster. It's better. Infinitesimally it's better. <laughs> better than the lobster. All right. Not infinitesimally, but it's no, better. it is infinitesimally. It's better. It's <laughs> better that's than a word. Infinite. Okay. All right. Okay. Number, number one. Right? My number one film of the year. Okja. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's mother. Because <laughs> he hadn't mentioned mother yet. Of uh, fucking course, it's mother. This movie's fucking phenomenal. You ten know, out of ten. I'm not even ashamed to say it. Ten out of ten. This movie's perfect. Nice. This movie's it's perfect. crazy, but I, I like I said, you know, you mentioned it. We mentioned it earlier. I watched it twice now, and I liked it way more the first time than than the second time. I've seen it three times, and I still love it. I just feel like it's the kind of movie that if you watch it too many times, you're just gonna hate it. Nope. It gets boring. Nope. Disagree. <laughs> okay. Seen it three times, still love it. Okay. I mean, granted, I mean, sure, the first time I watched it was the most thrilling experience because I didn't know it was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. But it's still, it, like, every time I watch it, I see new things in it. I think about it in, in a different way. I, I mean, definitely movie, thought that, too. Like, if I watched it a second time, I would even like it more and see new things and all that. But mm. Well, for me, I did. Yeah. For that was exactly what happened. I mean, this movie uh, by Darren Aronofsky. Um, in the beginning, it's about uh, it's about a couple living in a house, and um, a couple strangers start to arrive and sort of in cause, a remote countryside. Yeah, cause disturbances in the house and in their central relationship. But the movie really goes places that are you should not know about before you see the film. And I mean, where it goes for me, it just leaves so many questions for you to dig into and so many theories that you could have about this film. I mean, this film is such a talking point. I mean, I could, I could truly just talk forever about this movie. I mean, there's just so much to dig into so many meanings that you could grab from it. Um, the performances are incredible. Cinematography is incredible. I love that it didn't have a score that it was just kind of like Sounding. this abstract sound scape kind of stuff that was going on occasionally. Um, I just felt like the message of this film, or at least what I gathered from the message of this film, was truly something that hasn't been explored that much in, in film. And I just I just couldn't have loved this movie more than I did. I mean, I think it's one of his best films, which is saying something because he's one of oh. my favorite directors. And 
I could just go on and on and on. I do want to actually find out from you what Darren Aronofsky actually said about it. Because you said you watched something where he actually tells all. I think I shouldn't say that on this podcast. Not on the podcast, so. but I But do, I will after. Remind me. I want to. I do want to know. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll, I will let you know. All right. So. Now, that's my number one movie. And yeah. I, I, but I will say, even though it's my favorite film of the year, uh, it's not a film that I would recommend to everybody. I think... Um, it's not for everyone, and uh, it's obviously gotten some pretty extreme reactions. My dad hated it. Yeah, like your dad. He was hated like, it. "You can borrow this movie if you only only if you promise to burn it afterwards. <laughs> Save the world from the rest." And he's not alone. I mean, this movie got a pretty extreme, divisive reaction at the theaters as well, which is, I think, a little upsetting. And and it and I don't know. I think it's just disappointing that this movie isn't going to really be up for any awards or anything. It's not. Hell no! I mean, this movie's You're not kidding. Gonna, this uh, no, it's, it that's w- a crazy idea that it wouldn't be up for any awards. It's well, such a crazy like production value. I mean, for me, it is, but I just think that I think because it was so divisive amongst people that it just isn't going to get enough votes to kind of see its way to any award. I can't believe that. Yeah, I mean, I would think that it would be a major contender personally. Mm-hmm. And for and I think for that reason, I guess it's I guess it's somewhat controversial to put it as my favorite movie. But the thing is, is I All just right. there's nothing else that I I thought more about this year. I mean, this movie actually really put me in a deep. <laughs> kind of funk for a, for a couple <laughs> weeks i would say of just like i don't know thinking about my life and thinking about my relationships and and art and and how art affects relationships and it just it actually like really made me kind of think about uh my my personal relationships in my life i mean it and it it, it it had me dreaming about it it had me thinking about it day in day out for at least a week after i saw it i mean uh-huh. that to me is just a it's just a sign of a fucking amazing movie anyways laura yeah. Laura's number one film of the year, which I'm shocked that it isn't calling me by your name. And now I think it's a total fucking curveball. It's well, going because... to be like girls. It's going to be like girls the season or it's going to no. be like, what no. is, is it going to be a movie that isn't from 2017? No. That's what it's going to well, be. You, yeah, we get to predict. because You, you want me to tell you or not? It's going to be a movie that isn't from 2017. It's going to be like a movie from like years ago. It's going to be Little Women. It's going to be Little Women. <laughs> little Women's going to be her favorite movie of fucking 2017. You're right. No, <laughs> no, Laura, women. Laura, please, no. It's, it's a test. It's a timeless classic. It did that come is, out in it, 2017. It comes out every year for me because it's amazing. Every time I watch it, it's like I'm watching it for the first time. I absolutely love this movie. It's a timeless classic. It will never get old, and it may as well have come out this year because I will watch it again and feel like I had never seen it before. Didn't see it. It's so good. Haven't seen it. So good. You're saying your favorite movie of 2017 is a 1990-something film. For me, this was about my favorite movie I had seen in the year 2017. Oh, well, then that's a totally different thing. But the fact of the matter is is that I just really like this movie. It might even be my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) But I don't know if it'll take the place of Mary Poppins or... Sound of music. What the but fuck? But I is do some, love this. This is movie. some like I, I gotta throw a fucking flag on the field right now. This is like <laughs> I just can't even believe this is like a foul ball right I gotta, now. It's I got a foul ball. It's gotta, better than everything I've ever. It, I, I gotta, love this movie. Throw in a couple movies. <laughs> I love this movie. Didn't, didn't make either of your lists that yeah, would have yeah. made mine. If yeah, I, yeah, Anton. Yeah, uh, what's, Lady what's, Bird your... would have made my list, and The Post would have made my list. Mm-hmm. Lady Bird was like my number eleven movie. I would say if I, I had to rank it. Yeah, I'd say it would be a number eleven for me too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, sure. So well, in other words, if, I mean... if if for if for some reason you played by the rules and you <laughs> <laughs> then it would have been your number ten. No, yeah, you wait, made your no, list. no, because there was something else I forgot about. 
Was there though? Oh, maybe I would have put like. No, no, no. It. No, no. Actually, all those movies I'm thinking Alien. of are on my top ten worst. Movies. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna like hyper drive through. Uh, but people out there, really quick, if you haven't seen Little Women, get out there and see this movie. It's wonderful. <laughs> I Wonderful! Can't even, I can't even believe you fucking. It'll make did you that. feel good. I can't even believe you fucking did that. Why? It's true. I love this movie, and I watched it recently, and I here's it. here's the truth of the matter. I watched 31 movies this year, and I am like a hyper ranker. Like I just I can't even help but rank things. Like every time I see a movie, I I rank it, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blast through. I'm just gonna really quickly just blast through a few other films that I just All think right, are go very ahead. good. My number 11 is Lady Bird. Okay. Number 12 is Black Coat's Daughter. Number 13 is The Shape of Water. Number I want to see that. Number seen 14 it is Blade Runner. Number 15 is the David da- David Lynch um, documentary called The Art Life. Mm. And number 16, I would say, is Dunkirk. And then beyond that, they're not very good movies. <laughs> Wait. Oh, by the way, I want to say one other thing, which is that there's a certain two movies that I haven't seen that, from 2017 so far that I've been really wanting mm, to see very, that yeah. I have a feeling would have made the top 10, maybe top five list. I agree. The first one being The Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread. Uh-huh. I really, really want to see that. These I've been wanting caveats. to see it for a while. And These are big caveats that very well could make my top 10 as And well. I plan on seeing it like within the next two weeks. And we have, we're going to be watching Pretty What's soon, other? the darkest hour. I'm excited oh, to see that. Yeah. Well, Nobody's I don't know. Like I heard it, it was me, bad. But no, I'm down to see La- it. Uh, well, why well, was also Laura say- heard that was bad from her brother who hate who hates everything. So. I agree with him on most things though yeah, regarding the, the wine box. Hate everything. My two caveats are <laughs> the Phantom Thread or Phantom Thread. I think it's just called Phantom Thread uh-huh. uh, and I Tanya. Oh, um, I want to see I'm that too. Which I'm hearing good sure. things about and could make my top. Who knows? It's just, these are two movies that I wanted to see. Before we made this list, but I just haven't got around to, so they very well could have made it. But we also just have Molly's Game. Oh, yeah, Molly's. But I don't think that will probably be in my top. Or I don't expect that have... to be good. <laughs> <laughs> what wait, what was the other right? one? Not Phantom Thread, but what was the other one? I, Tanya, for no, me. No, oh, sorry. Wait, there Shape was of one Water. More. Shape of Water, yes. Yeah. That for one me, I it didn't see. really crack into my top 10, but it's still a good okay. movie. You know, it's good. It's good. Maybe I won't like it. I don't know. Movie... I think it's going to be a very divisive film. Oh, yeah. Movies I kind of liked were. The Big Sick. Yeah, it was all right. Three Billboards. Oh, my God. No. Kind, no, I kind of liked it. Oh, I hated that movie. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I, I, hated I, I certainly didn't hate it. It just was bad. But I mean, it, it is like way over movie. It was like way a mostly hyped. bad movie. I kind of liked Black Coat's Daughter. I kind of liked Trainspotting. Black Coat's well, Daughter no, no, good. I didn't like Trainspotting. Oh, I my God. Trainspotting 2 was one of the worst I liked. I, I did like Lady Bird for the most part. Yeah. And, oh, and I liked... Um, no, I didn't like it. Never mind. <laughs> So we're, movies I didn't like at all this year that I saw that were new this year. Okja, XX, <laughs> Beach Rats, Aliens, It, mm-hmm. Colossal. Mm-hmm. Colossally hated it. Black Coast Daughter. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I no, that's I did kind of like that. So take the, take off Black Coast Daughter. It Comes at Night. Didn't like it. Star Wars, Personal Shopper, Dunkirk, Train Spotting 2. What about Baby Driver? You see Baby Driver? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. But it's, I'm going to see it. It's like middle of the road i don't think so, i like yeah. i think well i started watching some of Ansel it Elgord, though he's hot oh really oh yeah the main guy the baby oh, driver yeah. oh yeah Maybe. i yeah i s- watched like the first 20 minutes of it mm. and i stopped liking it i was like i don't think I you're not gonna do like this it. no you're definitely not gonna like it <laughs> really? all right well those are our uh top 10 films of the year I want to give a shout out yeah. to my favorite short film of the year oh yes please do Uh-oh. my favorite short film of the year is First male birth by Brent. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow. Oh yeah! Yeah, there we go. We that should give a shout true. out. To that, that is true. That is true. That's my. If you favorite have not seen first male birth yet, 
Google it. It's a documentary (laughs) directed by Laura's brother, Brent. Brent Weinbach. And Google it, First Male Birth. It's um, it's a really interesting documentary. You will love this film. It's amazing. I have to say, it is amazing. It's touching. It's... um, Visceral. Yeah, it it really moved me. It it physically moved me when I watched it. It well, physically yeah. moved my body. Say no more. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, why don't you write in? Uh, that is a good movie to put in the top movies that came out this year. Actually, it's honorable it's mention. Really good. It's, it's an honorable mention. In this short film category, it's number one. For yeah, sure. number one for sure. Here's what I'll say to everybody who's listening. We would love if you wrote in and told us what you what your favorite film of the year is and maybe a little bit as to like why, you know, or just just, you know, let, let us know what you, if you feel like we missed something or if you feel like we underrated something or overrated something. Let us know your opinions. Uh, write to us at totallytellme at gmail.com. And get out there and see Little Women. It's great. If you haven't seen it yet. That is a foul ball red flag on the field kind of bullshit statement. Why right is there. that a foul okay. ball? Because it's, totally... it's not a 2017 movie. But I watched it this year and so should you. All right. Well, there you go. Well, there you have 2018. it. Laura Weinbach, rule breaker 2017. Uh, I'm just a rule maker. <laughs> rule maker, rule breaker. Thanks, Anton, for being on this episode, even though <laughs> even though we didn't include you too much, but it was nice having you. That's not true. We got to chime in quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, chimed you, in on every in. movie I watched. Well, good, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just I mean, didn't watch fine. as many movies as you guys. What, what was your favorite movie, by the way? Oh, oh gosh. My favorite? Yeah. Mm. If you had to pick. If you had to pick. Of the ones you watched. Maybe the Florida Project. Florida Project, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's I didn't good. see Calling Me By Your Name yet. I didn't see Killing of Sacred Deer. I didn't see Mother. Killing <laughs> I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see. Uh, you know, I liked Coco I a lot. That, shit. Yeah, that was Coco. one of Wait, my favorites. Did you see, did you see Good really Time? Good. I feel like you'd really like Good Time. No, I didn't he, see Good you would Time. Love that. I didn't see a lot of these I movies. I bet Good Time would oh be God, your favorite you movie there. But I, I did like the Florida Project hi- a lot. I, of all I these films, I liked The Post a lot. I liked Lady Bird a lot. Yeah, I think of all these films, call, Good Time. Good Time, I think would be your favorite film. Of the I, year. I might agree. Knowing you and your taste, I think Good Time would would really hit the spot. I think I'd have to agree. Cool. Um, anyways, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Our intro and outro music is by Laura and Anton. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. Totally Tell Me.